Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. We are going to recap Anaheim 2 and look ahead to Glendale. Of course, the Triple Crown this weekend in Glendale. And for Pulp MX Fantasy users, nothing changes as far as your lockout time uh, right before the night show. But because of the qualifying format, top 18 and then the LCQ, you're going to know who is in the main event. But uh, So you should all have eight guys in. And, and honestly, it's the best way to, to talk about it. And uh, it's the best way to do it, I should say. Is, uh, is the way we do it because it allows everybody from all over the world to get in and, and all of that. So, yes, it takes some of the guesswork out of Pulp Mix Fantasy, but hey, whatever. It's still a fun time. So, please, uh, thanks for playing. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks to Yamaha as well. We're giving away three bikes this year from Yamaha, two 450s and a 250F. Thank you, Yamaha, for that. Thank you, people, for playing. Thank you to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, please check them out at your local dealer. Uh, bang on the counter. Demand to see the latest and greatest from the folks at Fly Racing. FR5 Boots. We gave some of the way, some of those away on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. And, uh, yeah, they got a lot of things going on, man. Their Formula Helmet is next level. You're absolutely going to love their Formula Helmet. Thank you, Pro Taper. Uh, Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Husky Worldwide, all using ProTaper products. Thank you, ProTaper.com, for coming on board. The micro line is amazing, so please check that out. And uh, they were the first ones to have that crossbarless, oversized bar back in the day, so they know what they're doing with handlebars. Thank you, ProTaper. I also want to thank the folks at 100%. Of course, they've got all three Supercross champions, right? You know that with Webb, Sexton, and Ferrandez last year. They all trust 100% with their vision. Go to visit uh, visit 100percent.com and use the code FANTASY25 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. You know them as a goggle company, but they've got some real cool casual stuff and officially licensed Geico merch as well. Uh, I use some of their mountain bike stuff, of course. So ride uh, 100%.com. Fantasy 25 to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Thanks to those guys for uh, for coming on board. And our new guys, starting with this show. Thank you. Inner West Hemp. CBD products for high-impact uh, athletes, whether you are an athlete, ex-athlete, or an athlete at heart. Inner West Hemp has a perfect product to suit your daily lifestyle. I've used uh, CBD stuff, and uh, I actually it really works. I, I'm a fan of it. Uh, ranging from CBD oil, tropicals, gummies, and even a sleep support spray for that much-needed rest and recovery. All Inner West Hemp products are third-party tested for quality and content so you know exactly what's in your products. Visit innerwesthemp.com. Use the code PULP20 to save 20% uh, for all of our listeners, and be sure to check them out on social media at Inner West Hemp. So, yeah, please check these guys out, ranging from CBD oil, uh, tropicals, gummies, and uh, on all that stuff. So thanks to Inner West Hemp for coming on board. The best part of it all is that you can save using the code uh, on their website. So code PULP20 to save at innerwesthemp.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board the Fantasy Podcast. They're players themselves, and uh, so we, we enjoy that. All right, uh, Parabinos and Truman are at some sort of dumb dealer trade show, so they couldn't jump on this podcast. Uh, they're wide open, uh, hawking their products, that the companies that they work for. But Jason Thomas is back, of course, from Fly Racing, and we added Kyle Bentley. Uh, from Butch's Grinders over there in Riverside, a good buddy of ours and an avid Pulp MX Fantasy player. So thanks for playing, everybody. Please en- enjoy responsibly, and here's the podcast. All right, here we go on the Pulp MX Fantasy podcast. Uh, welcome our, my two guests on the line to discuss how we did at Anaheim 2. Looking forward to the Triple Crown in Glendale this weekend, Pulp MX Fantasy. Of course, the slightly changed the way you pick your team, being it's a Triple Crown, but we'll dive into that a little bit. Uh, first up from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much. Ready to uh, keep it going. I had a decent weekend last weekend. Yeah, you are in the lead right now out of all the experts, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's 
pretty normal, but yeah, oh, yeah, okay. we can wow. have the obvious. Yeah, sounds sounds coming in hot right away. Uh, also on the line from Butch's Grinders, a Pulpamex fantasy player, uh, former team manager for RCH Suzuki, and uh, all around uh, super fan of the sport, Kyle Bentley. What's up, Kyle? How are you? Uh, not much, Steve. Thanks for having me. Stoked to be on. Um, Just uh, landed here in beautiful Arizona, and uh, glad you called me to do the podcast. Oh, you're going. You're, you're going to go. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm nice. Here. All right, we got a boots on the ground right now at Glendale. Yeah. Uh, how's Traffic's your heavy? How's your Pulpamex fantasy season been going, Kyle? Terrible. <laughs> I, I don't even know why you're having me on the show. I'm terrible. This has been, been a rough start. Yeah, rough, rough start. Well, you got to guys s- crash in, not making the mains, don't even know how to ride. Well, bad, bad, bad. Stop picking Jerry. I I haven't picked Jerry once. I don't want to tell you that, but I haven't picked him once. Okay, all right, because that- good story, Jerry Robin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jerry Robin. Uh, thank you to Pro Taper, Fly, hundred percent, and Inner West Hemp as well. CBD products for high impact. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on this podcast, of course, for this week and and, and beyond. Uh, welcoming them on. Um, all right, so one ninety two for me last last week. Uh, one sixty one in Anaheim one. 270 or 260 or something for Anna, for for St. Louis and now I'm back to Shitsville again 192 for me uh JT what'd you have 222 Tony Cairoli nice oh wow yeah good work on that uh Kyle what'd you have uh 162 oh that is bad <laughs> that is really bad <laughs> really bad um all right uh Anaheim 2 high score was 267 the average score was 180 so uh, I was slightly above that. First, first to the finish line selection. Three point four percent got it right out of the thirty-seven percent that picked it in two fifty class. Uh, that would have been Jet, right? Was Jet the Jet yeah. beat Christian at first I think lap? It was Christian. Yeah, maybe it was Christian. And then Jet passed him. Yeah. So, uh, four fifty class. Twenty-three percent of you got it correct. Twenty-six percent of you selected uh, a guy. So, um, was that Osborne? Kenny. Kenny. Thank you. Um, all right, so here we go. Uh, I couldn't jump on Luke Clout. He looked sketchy, though, in practice. He had some falls and some issues. I picked him in St. Louis, so I couldn't pick him this week. But Clout was your number one scorer, along with fellow Aussie Jay Wilson for Anaheim 2. Michael Moseman was after that at 38 points. And Auberson with the career-best 38. Logan Carnell, 36. Lorenzo Camprosi, or Camparosi or Camparisi uh, was next. It was 0% pick trend. Oldenburg, then Ludovic, then Tanti in 250 class. Those were your, your, your top point scorers. Pick trend, Dylan Ferrandez, 55%. 55% pick trend for Christian Craig as well. We all know what happened to him. He delivered one point uh, for his people that picked him. Mosman after that, 34%. Uh, Clout was after that. Jet Lawrence after that. So that was your, uh, your pick trends. Uh, so for me, myself, um, I went Jay Wilson. Uh, he's an Aussie. He missed St. Louis. He looked pretty good all day, pretty steady. Tanti was in front of him for a little while, uh, the fellow Aussie, and then Tanti kind of fell off a little bit. Um, from uh, No, actually, Wilson just beat him by one point, but Wilson had the higher handicap, so I had Jay Wilson, and that was a good job by me. Uh, Michael Moseman, I also had him. He's not an all-star, but he certainly is pretty damn fast and deserves to be up there. Uh, he was next, so I had a good, good 250 team going on. My all-star was Ferrandez. He looked on fire all day. He was 10th or 11th, so that wasn't so great, but uh, he made it happen. And then my last guy, 
the guy that torpedoed me and so many other people's teams, Christian Craig. Uh, looking good at one point, of course, but yeah. So that was my 250 team. I was happy with it outside of Craig, JT. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, very similar team to mine. Um, switch out Luke Clout for your Jay Wilson. Same points, same country of origin. Uh, so 42 there. I had Moseman, um, 38, and he was a complete disaster all day. Crashed every single time on the track. Crashed in the heat race. Finally didn't crash in the uh, the LCQ. And then he was way back in the main event and, and just basically attrition was able to get a fourth everybody yeah. crashing yeah he, he really um, just kind of kept it steady <laughs> yeah yeah which i'll take it i mean it's whatever but um i i felt certainly a little lucky with him both in the uh, getting through the lcq and uh, the fourth he probably wasn't it wasn't a fourth type day for him right uh ferrandis was a pretty easy pick and obviously with the 55 percent pick trend it was obvious and then uh, i fell into the christian craig trap too but honestly I mean, if you know what you're doing and you have any sense of this game, uh, Christian Craig was a pretty obvious pick. Um, so, yeah, 55% of those picked him. And if you could pick Christian Craig and you chose not to, uh, I have some pretty despicable things to say to you, and you got really lucky. So uh, <laughs> it's really, it's re- there's really no other way for me to look at it than that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, we Christian – the first week paid off, second week he didn't, third week he didn't, but it was on point to look pretty strong for Christian Craig owners, for sure. So, uh, Dan, or Dan, uh, Kyle, who'd you have? Uh, I also had Verandas. That was pretty much a no-brain pick, like JT said. He's uh, pretty much has nothing to lose, you know, in the position he was. So I felt he was going to ride. I felt he was going to ride confident and hang it out. So I had him. That was obvious. And then I went with uh, Logan Carr now. Um, I was in the pits. I didn't get to watch practice at the race. He walked by, had his hair blown in the wind, wearing nice cowy green gear, and he looked good to me, so I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> I also did the same kind of thing, and I saw Koga walk by in the pits, looking confident. <laughs> Those are the only two guys that saw walk by me. I felt I watched his practice times. He looked good to me. He would have qualified. He got JT. He, he got. It looked like he was going to get T-boned by, I don't know, what's that guy's name? Matthias Jorgensen. Jorgensen. Whatever his name is, 221. Yep. Guy put the fear of God into him, and he adjusted his line and jumped into a tough block, and that ended his night in the LCQ, so he didn't qualify. And then, yeah, I also fell into the trap of having Christian Craig. I mean, I, if you didn't pick Christian Craig and you were able to pick him and you're playing this game, you're not going to win if you didn't have him. Uh, I personally don't think he was going to qualify anyway. That's just my take on it. Uh, he was NJT. We it was the first lap. It was down. the first lap, and even <laughs> Jorgensen got passed and didn't qualify. You know who also uh, had Koga was uh, Parabinos. He's very angry. He's not on this call, yeah, but he's well, very angry. Well, we all sat there, uh, yeah, and I think uh, Kenny's practice like mechanic Peyton picked him or, or Holiday, one or the other. I picked both of them. Holiday picked uh, Carnell, and I think Kenny's practice like mechanic Peyton picked uh, Koga. Yeah. Koga is, so. is tempting. He's right on the bubble and his high handicap, of course. So Koga is very tempting to, to pick yeah. one of these weeks. I've looked at him pretty good. JT, you haven't? I have not. No, I'm, uh, I, I'm too scared of these guys that are fly by night. Like I, I, I don't want to have a guy that <laughs> can't really put four laps together. He's, so here's, here, here's the deal with the 250 and the, and the handicapping situation we got going on with, with the, 66 guys that have qualified for the main event this year. 
46% of the guys have scored over 30 points. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty wide open field to be able to pick, you know, some of the guys with a high handicap to get, you know, more than the 26 points you're going to get for a first uh, for an all star. So yep. I think it's pretty fair to try to find that guy in the weeds and be able to score that, be able to score, you know, more than the 26 points. Right, right. Yeah, some people have been tweeting about picking multiple all stars. JT did round one. Um, you know, I just I I don't see it. I. I've been wrong because I've been picking the guys, but, man, I just I don't want to do that. I don't want to max out at 26 points. Well, you know? well, but how do you know if it's going to be Camparisi's night or oh, I know. Toga's night? Oh, I know. Or, I mean, yeah. But you know, uh, I do so not want zeros. The guy in the 250 class this year, the guy who scored the most fantasy points so far is Carson Brown. Yep. He's yeah. averaging 35, 35 fantasy points per weekend. Yeah. Yep. Um. JT, we're three rounds in. You have not picked Killian Auberson. What's wrong? Are you guys fighting? What's 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 the matter? No, he's just uh, he's been right on the cusp of qualifying and not qualifying a, a lot in his career, and it's really been a fundamental shift to stay away from guys like that. Um, Chris Howell, Auberson's a little better than that, but just guys in that vein of thought, I've been staying away from, um, and and it's been paying off. I haven't had the. The super high score, like your uh, St. Louis score, was super high. I haven't even really had the potential to get anything like that. Um, if Christian Craig doesn't crash out, yeah, I put a huge number on the board this weekend. Right. But I've been playing a little bit safer than I think a lot of people around me. And while I'm not at the very top, I'm I'm in the running to maybe take some chances as the uh, the field thins out a bit. Right. Okay. Yeah, because Killian Auberson is a Jason Thomas staple, Kyle. Yeah, is he my Jerry Robin? Not that bad, but yeah. <laughs> I do love that he jumps through the whoops. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, 450s from Anaheim 2. Top scores were Ar- Martin Davalos and Zach Osborne. Uh, I couldn't pick Osborne, but Mar- Marty I did pick. Uh, g- good job, Marty. Dead last on uh, on lap three or four and ripped through the pack to get a 13th. Nice work, Marty. Uh, it was Martin Davalos, 34, Zach Osborne, 34, Dean Wilson, 32, and Wilson is starting to look Pretty good, much like his old self as he as he gets uh, more track time. Vince Freeze after that, 30. Brayton, 30. Ryan Brees was 28. Scared the crap out of me as far as the LCQ, but uh, uh, he got it in there. Chad Reed was after that, 28. Then, then the, uh, the, in the All-Stars, Cooper Webb maxed out. Eli Tomac maxed out. Ken Roxon maxed out. Uh, Adam Cincirillo was 23. Um, pick trend. 57% of people picked Adam Cincirillo, uh for this weekend. He's an all-star, of course. Uh, 44% picked Marty. 30% picked Bowers. And I'll get into why I didn't pick Bowers, but I definitely looked at him. Uh, 29% Dino. 24 for Eli. 24 for Benny Bloss, who uh, didn't, didn't award his owners either like he did in St. Louis. So uh, for me, I picked Marty. Uh, looked good. Obviously, that... I was super biased by that top qualifying time in the uh, second session, but uh, I, li- I like Marty, and he-, he really rode well. Good job, Marty. 34 points. Uh, Brees, as I said, I picked Ryan Brees. Thought he looked pretty good. When he had to go to the LCQ, I was really scared to death because I picked also Kyle Cunningham. Now, oh. Cun- Cunningham and Brees are third and fourth all by themselves. Who is coming up? Um, uh, I forget who it was now. Was it? No, it wasn't Chad. Anyways, there was a guy coming that I'm like, oh, he's going to get one of these guys, one of these two guys. 
But maybe not. Maybe my two guys are going to go three and four in the LCQ. Uh, but nope, Cunningham washed the front end out. The veteran of all those races loses the front end. Zero points for me. Uh, so yeah, that 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 really hurt. I would have picked Brees to fold more than Cunningham. But anyways, that that's so one guy one zero. And uh, Adam Cincerillo was my other. He was my all star. Twenty three points for that. So uh, JT, how was your four fifties for Anaheim? Not too bad. Uh, had the high score along with you, Marty. Um, and really, with Marty, I knew you know how fast he was going that day. So it was really just you know as long as he didn't quit, we'd be fine. Even with a you know a small crash, we'd be fine. And that's kind of how it played out. Um, I know we were both hoping for you know a top ten finish and a huge points haul. Um, but I think to, to battle back to 13th is pretty respectable and a good job by him. Uh, I had Dino. Uh, I just like the way Dino looked, and I think he's gaining confidence. And at a three, I knew he was good enough, and he, he'd already been finishing inside the top 13. He, he had qualified fourth in one of the sessions, so I think that was indicative of his speed. And, uh, yeah, I mean, 10th is not, you know, anything to really write home about, but when you look at how low the scores were to, to be – you know the third highest pick um, is certainly, yeah, certainly uh, better than maybe I could have hoped for. Um, I had Tyler Bowers, and uh, I guess dissimilar to where Dino, I thought he would be better. I really thought he should be, you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That's kind of where I thought he would end up. He looked pretty tired, if I'm being honest. Uh, I don't know if that was from you know Germany still or, or what's going on. But uh, he just didn't have really much at the end of the race. And we just kind of try to hang on. Uh, Chad Reed was, was bearing down on him. Um, and he didn't let him get him, which is good. But it wasn't a very impressive main event, I didn't think. And then my final pick was AC. And I thought this was a lock for 26 points. Uh, he he faded a little bit. Um, I think he, he even mentioned he didn't really gel with the track. Um, but, I mean, to get 23 and to not really get what you want out of him, I'll still take that. Uh, certainly could be worse. So, um, pretty strong overall 450 team. Um, there's really only a couple of picks I could have been that would have been taken that would have been better, and none of them were really on my radar. So um, I have to be pretty satisfied with how uh, my team overall went. You know, other than the Christian Craig thing, I, I could have been right in there. I, I stayed away from Bowers because he told me this is the least amount of prep he's ever put into a year. And I knew he did well because of the big whoops. And I'm like, other oh, whoops aren't going to be that big of a factor come night show. But they really were. They didn't roll them. They didn't break down, really. Um, Dean was the same reason for me. Like, I, Dean had a really good qualifying time. But I didn't know, like, if he was back, per se, or if it was just a whoop-aided qualifying time, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I stayed away from those two guys for that reason. And I saved Brayton for this week. So um, I actually looked really closely at Brayton, but I saved him for the, for the Glendale race. So that was my strategy there. And I couldn't pick Osborne. He rewarded us last week, of course. So, uh, Kyle, who'd you have? I uh, also was on the Marty train. Uh, Davalos was, you know, I'm just super pumped with the kid. He, you know, crashes in the main, and he didn't give up. He got back up, and he charged hard the whole time. So that's really positive for, you know, guys that are thinking about picking him. I can't pick him this weekend, but, you know, in the future, you know, knowing that he's not going to give up and not going to quit, that's always a promising sign. Um, I had Eli Tomac. I thought he was a no-brainer. Um, I just, he's got to go at some time, and I felt Anaheim, too, was his night to move. So I picked him. I went with Alex Ray, your guy, Steve, um, hoping he would piggyback some kind of momentum from his main event qualifying in St. Louis, and that didn't happen, so I'm kind of bummed about that. (laughs) And then I picked Chad Reed. He's never been a nine, ever, in fantasy. 
never. And we've kind of been doing this little powwow at 5 o'clock at the races at Chad Reed's tent. Me, you know, some of the experts. And we actually asked Chad, you're a nine this weekend. How do you feel about that? He's like, that's good, isn't it? And I said, yeah. <laughs> so he, wow. he, he, he lured me into picking him, and he wasn't the greatest of picks. No, but he's six, six off the lead. 28 is an impressive number of points, but he was six back of the top scorer. So I think that's yeah, fine. I, just, I picked him. I just – it's Chad Reed. I mean, he's – I don't. I think he's going to have a hard time accepting, you know, battling Ryan Brees or, you know, Alex Ray or, or guys like that. You know, those guys in his head are, are never going to beat him. So, I felt he would have a, you know, like a 15 place night, but that didn't happen. So we'll see. JT, did you look at Chad at a nine? No, I mean, certainly. It crosses your mind, but after pulling off at St. Louis and knowing that he really pulled off because he was so frustrated, yeah, I wasn't picking him. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I hear you. He promised us he wasn't going to pull off this weekend. <laughs> well, I don't think he planned on pulling off at St. Louis either. So. Yeah. I know. Um, wow. Uh, definitely, like I said, I, Brees and Cunningham, I rolled the dice, man, and I got bit. Yeah. Cunningham losing the front end. Oh, God. So- so this, this class is a little different from the 250 class because, like I said, 46% of the guys in the 250 class have scored over 30 points, where there's only been 10 guys in this class that score over 30 points. Yeah. So that's 15%. So when you're talking about picking, you know, multiple uh, all-stars, in the 450 class, with as tight as the handicaps have been in this class, it sometimes might have not been a bad idea to take, you know, two all-stars in this class and, and not roll the dice so much in this class. Right. Um Hey, absolutely. So that that's our recap from Anaheim, too. Um, JT, I explained it off the top of the show a little bit, but this is a triple crown. So our format for this is, again, the night show is the cutoff for picks. By that time, you're going to know everybody in the main event. So everybody needs to get eight riders, of course. That goes without saying. But uh, for those who are the brand-new players, JT, the, the new listeners to the podcast, I mean – there's no other way to go about it. Like, the 18 are set after qualifying. There's an LCQ. Like, if you told me, hey, let's let's cut the deadline before the LCQ. So if you want to mm-hmm. pick one of those four, you can. I would, I would think about that. You can't do it from the end of the LCQ to the night show because there's just not enough time for people to get on their computers and get settled and people in other countries and time zones. Like, it isn't perfect the way we do it because everybody's in the main event and everybody gets points and all that, but I don't really know a better way. Yeah, I mean, the only advice I can give is, you know, for domestic players, make it happen. Like, there's there's really no excuse if you're at work or whatever, go to the bathroom, you know, find a way to do it. Uh, for international players, set an alarm because, honestly, you have, you know, about an hour and a half window minimum. I'm going to say minimum of an hour and a half to, to figure it out. And if, if you're serious about playing and you want to get the most points, you're just going to have to get up, look at the results, make sure all those guys are in the main event, and move on. Um, there, yeah, like you said, if you're not setting your team based on who's in the main event, you really have no chance of, of really competing this weekend. What about setting? What about making a cutoff before the LCQs? I don't really like that either, but it's, it's, a, no. it's an idea. I don't know. No, Kyle? No, we're in this to have eight guys in the in the in the main event and, and score as much points as possible. So you can think of this as like a handicap, extra handicap round to make sure that you get eight guys. I mean, I I don't think I've had eight guys in the main event at all this season. So I'm right. thankful that we get to pick. 
Yeah. I think think you have to leave it the way it is because at least if you choose your team like today, at least you have a chance of getting all eight guys. It may not work out, but you have a chance just like you would any other weekend. If you cut it off at like 4 o'clock, some people wait until after practice to look at the picks and then make their pick, you're going to screw over a lot of people yeah. cutting it off. No, early, there's, there's no other way around it, I don't think. You have, you, yeah. We have to leave it the way it is where you, you, everybody knows the main event order when we go to when the cutoff happens. So, yeah, um, yeah. and, is, and is it, as in tune as everybody is nowadays with cell phones and being able to log on instantly and change your picks, there's no reason that you can't do it, like JT said. So if you're picking your team today and not looking at it the, the, until the Saturday night when the races start, I mean, how, how into it are you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, you still have a chance, though. You know, you may not be giving yeah. yourself the best chance, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, all right, hey, so Dirty Al Green, thank you for taking uh, care of our lead pipe locks, 100% lead pipe locks from um, from Anaheim 2. Uh, Dan and JT tied for the win with 76 points. Dan had Jay Wilson and Marty. JT, you had Clout and Marty. Uh, Paul has Moseman and Brayton for 68 points. Uh, my my lead pipe locks were Brees, who I believe JT mocked me for, uh, and Christian Craig. I don't know why. I, I remember going first, and I picked Christian Craig, and all of you guys, JT, were like, well, just to be different. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. what everybody said last week. So it was, yeah, uh, just to be different. Well, Christian Craig bit me. So season totals for lead pipe, uh, 100% lead pipe lock of the week. Parabinos is leading with 174. I'm trailing. Uh, I'm I think in, I, I think I won the lead pipe walk last week, right? Uh, no, you, you tied with you tied with Dan. Tied, okay. Yes, uh, the yeah. winner of the this lead pipe lock, 100 percent lead pipe lock contest, gets two dozen Ralph's donuts from Dirty Al Green. It's a famous food item in his town, so that's what's at stake, JT. Two dozen Ralph's donuts. Now you know, I know my diet includes a lot of donuts these oh, days. Oh, I so. know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if there's donuts involved, I'm gonna start texting my locks. Even to get in this. Okay. <laughs> All right, we can do that. The only walk is me not eating those donuts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, let's get into this. Uh, so thanks to Motorsport and our jerky, we're giving away two random championship users. Uh, we're giving away some prizes for those guys. You don't got to even score that well or, or do that well or anything. You just got to uh, play the game, and uh, and then we, uh, we, we will give it out. So Motorsport gift card right now. Blue 72 wins a $25 motorsport.com gift card. So thanks for playing Blue 72. Our jerky, uh, MX six time. Stanton? <laughs> Actually, it's MX six Tim. Sorry. Oh, damn it. Yeah. MX six Tim. Uh, you win the R bag of R jerky. So we'll be in touch with both of you guys. And uh, thanks to Motorsport. And thanks to, thanks to, uh, uh, our jerky as well. Thank you 100%. The clear global leader in off-road goggles, but they make a lot more than that. They make all the Geico merch, uh, technical fleece and jackets, premium t-shirts, sport performance sunglasses. 100% has something for everyone on or off the track. See the entire line at 100%.com and use the code FANTASY25 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. And I want to thank also Fly Racing, flyracing.com, from the Formula Helmet to the FR5 boots to the Evo gear to the light hydrogen gear, the favorite of Chris Kiefer. Flyracing.com has got what you need. Go to your local dealer, demand to see the Fly Racing catalog. And I want to thank the folks at Pro Taper as well, Chad Reed, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, all using Pro Taper products. The Micro Bar, if you've got a little one, check out the Micro Bar of line of products. That's really, really cool from the folks at Pro Taper. So, all right, Kyle Bentley, Jason Thomas here on the Pulp Mix Fantasy Podcast. Oh, wait. I also want to thank Inner West Hemp. 
CBD products for high impact. Whether you are an athlete, ex-athlete, or an athlete at heart, Inner West Hemp has the perfect product to suit your daily needs, ranging from CBD oil, tropicals, gummies, and even a sleep support spray for that much-needed rest and recovery. The best part of this is the code PULP20 to save 20% on all Pulpamex listeners at innerwesthemp.com. Use, and check them out on social media at Inner West Hemp. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. They're big fantasy players, and uh, we appreciate the support. So, all right, let's get into the Triple Crown from Glendale. JT, you highly recommend picking a first to the finish line for these things, right? I will be. I do, yes. Uh, these are the will be the only times that I'll probably pick them. I, I'll reserve that to saying never, but I, I generally – kind of stick to this unless someone just emerges as that getting whole shots every time which we've seen over the years it's, it happens but i have not seen that trend really develop yet this year so uh 250 class if you have to pick forkner Ferrandez, yep. or cooper right uh, i'm going forkner there yeah yeah but but one of those three yeah 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 i think that's well i think christian craig has to be in the running for that too yeah okay yep 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 um, but yeah, I, w- I will be picking one, and you know we di- we know Dan picks one every single weekend, but that's it's a little bit much of a gamble on my side. <laughs> yeah, a little much. Uh, what do you think, uh, Kyle? For first to the finish line, uh, for sure. For now, I'm on board with JT. He's just too good of a starter, and with three opportunities to get a, a whole shot or uh, first to, uh, to lead a, the first lap. I think it's a no-brainer to pick Austin Forkner for your first lap leader. And uh, same thing for for um, for four fifties. What do you what do you think? Uh, I think I'm going to go Kenny. Much, I mean, oh, okay, yeah. go, go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm on board with JT. Me and JT are agreeing today. I'm going to go with Rockton. Just I want a title with him. I know how good of a starter he is. I know how much he wants to win. So right. I'm going to pick Kenny Rockton. Remember, people, you have three chances at this. So this is why it's really. Uh, Really, really handy. So, um, yeah, I, uh, Forkner and Roxon are very good picks. Give me two other 450 guys, JT, if you don't want to go with Roxon. Um, I think you could go you could go Barsha if you want. Um, but another guy that I really like on starts, even though they haven't been crazy good this year, would be Webb. Uh, he really seems like he responds well to these triple crowns uh, and just three chances to get a start. Uh, I like I like his odds there. Kyle, who else? Um, I'm a big fan of Adam Cincerello, so, I mean, he's he's going to start up front. He's a tall kid. I, the starts uh, at Glendale, are, there's, it's usually one of the longer ones of the season. So uh, you got to think of guys that are going to drive it in there deep, and Adam's definitely going to do that. So I'm going to take Adam. And then just he's a terrible starter on the norm, but he's riding away from the win. You could go Eli Tomac if you want. He's going to make up some oh, for his bad for his bad jumps on uh, out of the gate with that long start. He can he can make it happen if he wants to. I think he can make it happen, but I am not picking that for first of the finish line. I mean, yeah, he's he, just, got, he has three tries, Steve. I know, I know. But uh, all right, all star two fifties again. We're going to know who's in the main event and all of that. These guys will be in anyways. I like that Forkner at a four, Kyle. Yeah, Austin. He's going to be hanging out. I, I just flew with his mechanic Ollie. Uh, to the race this, this weekend, so I know he's going to be here. So that means he's going to be a good pick. If he's able to ride, he's going to definitely hang it out now because he has nothing to lose. So I think yeah. he's uh, I think he's a good, great pick out of four. What do you think, JT? Yeah, he's my all-star. Yep, yeah. He's on my yeah. team right now. So do you just pick three other high handicap, JT? I mean, is that what you're going to do here? Yeah, I'll tell you my team. Just to sh- It's going to explain where I'm at. 
and this is assuming these guys get in, but I have Jorgensen, Koga, and then either Devin Harriman or um, I had another God, I can't remember who it was, another high pick there too. But it's basically going to, I'm going to go the highest handicaps I can from who qualifies, which is a super how, simple strategy, but I think it's pretty obvious. Go ahead, Kyle. How's Koga on your radar now? You just said you never even thought about him. Now he's on your team. Well, because if he qualifies, I'm going to take that 15. I, I don't. I don't want him to have to race his way in. I'm not going to bet on him at 6:30 p.m. as qualifying. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just busting your balls. Yeah, he's a good pick if, he, if he's in. Obviously, you're going to know if he's in. So if he's a high handicap this week. He's, he's definitely a good pick if he makes it. So if you look back, Anaheim two last year was a triple crown, correct? Yeah. Anaheim two was yes. Yeah. So you know who was the top scorer in two fifties was McAdoo with a handicap two. A handicap five, Mitchell Harrison was next, and then you had Carson Brown and Chris Howell, who were thirteen and sixteen. So, I mean, they weren't by a ton, but it doesn't necessarily mean the highest handicap guys will be the highest highest scores. Is what I'm getting at. Yep. You know, it like, has to be. Yeah, yep. it doesn't doesn't always work out that way. So, um, I you know w- who's a guy who could get in this weekend is Jerry Robin. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. don't get my blood flowing this early. If it's just Still. a one lap heater. Um, I would give – I mean, honestly, I would put his chances of getting in maybe higher than Chad Reed just for one lap right now. Yeah, he's been right around there for sure, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So keep an eye on people. And I know you're all going to just pick the highest handicap guys, but and, and JT mentioned it's not a bad strategy, obviously. But, you know, a guy like um, uh, Auberson out of four. I mean, he obviously went lower this week, but he's done pretty well. Tanty. I don't think Tanty can hold it together for three races. I don't. He is. He's exciting, but there's some there's some looseness to his program, JT. Yeah, I mean, I think he defines loose, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's enough there. I mean, if you if you bump him up to a twelve or a fourteen, sure, no problem. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I think you need to go. You need to go big on handicaps if they get in, unless you have an opportunity. You know, McAdoo would be that guy, but him coming off an injury, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Um, but you've you've almost got to have a Christian Craig scenario where he's a two, and you know he's going to be in the top five, barring a crash. Those are really the only guys you can go to away from a big handicap guy. Yeah, because speaking of Craig, I can't pick him, but he's a two. Would you go with that? Because I mean, oh, dude, you have to. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to be near the box for sh- in this. With yeah. This, I mean, with this field, everybody. Right? You know. With a 55% pick trend at a zero, I mean, it's, you know, everybody that can pick him will pick him this weekend. Okay, so you're saying pick Christian Craig even though he's a two. Don't go, don't get scared by, you know, the Well, I'm going to tell you not to because I want to beat you. But, yes, if you can, the logical choice would be to pick him, yes. All right, so that'll be, uh, that'll work out probably for most of you people, barring another, I mean, look, he's DNF two in a row, but uh, I don't like his All 45% of you can suck it. Right, right. Um... Derek Kelly at an eight. Would you go Kelly or Lieb? Lieb should be back this weekend. Yeah, I would go Lieb in a heartbeat over over that one one spot apart. Yeah, I mean Lieb is Lieb is very capable of getting a top twelve finish. Right, right. Kyle. And yeah, I would definitely go Lieb too. Kelly's only qualified for one uh, main event, so he's uh, he's a suspect. He went to Millville last year and did three laps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and awesome. I seen him. Is that the same Kelly that shows up to some off-road races too and quits? Yep, same guy. Yeah, yeah. I've been to some off-road races and he quits. I don't like quitters, so if he's going to pull off the track, yeah, we're, we're staying away from him. 
So, Craig, if you can pick them, JT. Otherwise, go high handicaps. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm sure I like, some people will pick McAdoo, but I, I personally won't. Yeah. McAdoo. I like, I like, go ahead. I like Cloud at zero. You think? I'm yeah. Out. Oh, I, I'm out for three races. Yeah. He's, yeah. You can't, you can't spell out without Clout. <laughs> so. Oh, he's, seven, he's got a seven and a six the last two rounds, so. At a zero. He so much. I know. Well. Everybody's I mean, I get it. I, I'm with you. His results are pretty good, but I watch him pretty closely because I'm uh, man. He he wears the you know gear of choice for me, and he, I want to pick him. And it's not smooth sailing for him most of the time. Yeah, there's been everybody's been crashing in the in the 250 class, so it's no pick safe in my opinion. It's a it's a roll of the yeah. dice with all these guys. Yeah, so I just going off consistency and guys that have scored the most fantasy points, and he's up there. Anaheim 2 last year, again, Triple Crown. Joey Savacci was the number one 450 pick. Fantasy points, 46 points. But then it was Pellegrini and Paula Telly who were 16s. Yeah. So, yeah. so there you go. Your boy Killian Oberson, he's, he's averaging 33 fantasy points, JT, so that's not bad. He won't be a bad pick. What is his handicap this weekend? Well, it went down to a 4. Oh, that's, his, his average handicap is a 7. Right, right. Yeah, his, his so, value's been sucked out. Yes, the value's been Missed my window. Out. Um, one yeah. Logan Carnell is seven. Cheyenne Harmon's a ten. Harmon's been in a couple main events in a row now. Yep, been running well. Yeah, I'll uh, say Harman one guy in here that's uh, in that that uh, Cameron McAdoo of 2019 vein would be Derek Drake. He's a one. He's uh, he's had a, a little bit of a rough go, but don't forget this was a guy that got seventh place at a one. Um, he's definitely capable. I mean, easily capable at top ten if he just stays off the ground. And, and he's a great starter. Yep. So factor that in as well. And we're losing uh, Jet Lawrence, of course, so one guy that could beat him. You know. Yeah, so. McAdoo comes back, so it's almost a wash. Ah, but yeah. true. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, like Koga, I've been eyeing Koga for sure, but for three races in a row, can Koga keep it together if he if he's in oh, the main I don't event? Care. Yeah, just, yeah. Give me in, just give me in the main. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, out of fifteen, right? Yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. Yeah, just who cares what you do from there? Uh, Chris Howell, keep an eye on Chris Howell. Out of twelve, he yeah. could get in the main for sure. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock of the weeks. Um, want to look like Chase Sexton? The all-new officially licensed Geico Honda team merch is available now on the 100% website or your favorite retailer. Premium tees, hats, technical jackets, and fleece will have you looking like you're part of the Geico team. Visit 100%.com. Use the code FANTASY25 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Uh, I need your – I'll just go – I'll just go uh, Christian Craig again. He bit me last week. But that that's the lead pipe lock of the week right there. Uh, JT, yeah. what do you think? Same. Yeah, that was my pick. Uh, Parabino says Craig as well. Um, yeah. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, that's a no-brainer. If you can pick Craig and his practice times are up to par with the guys, it's a no-brainer to pick him. 45% of you people should pick him, should have him on your team. Um, okay, uh, let's do this a little bit. Uh, 450. 450's for uh, Glendale. Uh, yeah, like so I'm saying Brayton, he was a minus one. Now he's a minus two. Kyle, you still like Brayton? Yeah, I mean, this is exciting. I mean, as tight as the picks have been, uh, you know, in the 450 class with the uh, triple crown this weekend, it's, it's exciting to be able to pick some of these guys with the track. You know, uh, Arizona is known for a little bit hard pack slick conditions. You know, you guys got Blake Baggett, who showed some promise last weekend, who crashed. He's always good here in Phoenix. Um, 
I look for him to be uh, a good pick this weekend. And then you guys, you got get, you got like Chris Polos, a local kid who's best when the conditions are dry and slick. He's going to be uh, what is he a nine this weekend? Yep. He's a nine, but I haven't been stoked with his main events. Yeah, well, he's, he's his average finish is right around eighteen. So I think with the home track and the conditions here, you can look for him to be you know best at a fifteen this weekend. So I think there's some value there to pick him. Uh, JT, what do you think? For my lead pipe lock, or no, 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 just we, just for this just is in general. Yeah, I, I think you probably will go away from that that strategy with the high handicaps because if you really look at the field, there aren't a lot. Um, there aren't those 15s and and 14s that are going to qualify, in my opinion. The class is just it's a little bit too deep for that right now. Maybe Politelli a 13. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. I just don't think you're going to be able to make that your overall strategy, right? The only guy I see sneaking in there like that would be the aforementioned Jerry Robin, mm-hmm. um, because he's he's good at one, you know, the one lap deal. And uh, if he sneaks in there, he's a 13. So you can almost just wash your hands of it and hope for the best. Um, I have Baggett as at a minus one as one of my picks. Yeah. Um, he was your 2019 winner. Probably is a podium finisher, if not better, uh, last weekend, minus the crash. And uh, I know they're pretty confident over there right now. So I'll take him, uh, you know, thinking he'll get ninth or better. Uh, he's going to come into this weekend, this weekend with uh, some swagger. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I have blows on my team right now for a lot of the reasons that Kyle mentioned. Uh, he rides this soil very, very well. Um, it just seems like, you know, he, when it's slippery and hard, he does well. You go back to his fourth-place finish at Las Vegas several years ago. Um, it's just always been his M.O. to kind of to excel in these conditions. So I like him at a nine. I think he's easily one of the 19th best riders, on, especially on this track. Uh, and then my, my all-star I have right now would be Webb. Uh, you know, he had that one outlier at St. Louis, pretty horrible ride, and I had picked him there too. But I think last week was much more indicative of what we'll see. Um, I think his starts are going to get back on track, and uh, I have him actually finishing on the podium overall this weekend. So at a four, I have even some uh, some margin for error there too. Yeah, uh, I like that for an all-star too, for sure, right? Um, what about you, Kyle? Do you like that? What's your all-star? Um, I'm going to take Roxon. Um, I just feel that he's he's pretty bitter after 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 losing, and especially having Tomac walk away from him. So I know he's going to have his head down this week. Um, I've won with him in the past here in uh, Arizona, so I know his confidence is high. When guys have won in the past at certain stadiums, they come in with a different mentality, knowing that they've won here before. So I'm going to take Ken Roxon, and then I also like Dean Wilson um, with the format this weekend, and knowing he's not a hundred percent in shape um the format's promising for him and he's coming off a good finish at anaheim too so i feel that he he, he should be looked at this weekend and be a good pick as well we all pick marty but if you could pick him out of five how do we feel about marty kyle uh I, like i told you earlier I'm, I'm pumped with him it showed you know with a bad start and a crash that he got up and he, he charged all the way back so if he's going to get a good start and run up front He's going to have a better finish than he did in Anaheim, too. So any guy that goes out and finishes and doesn't pull off the track is a plus for me, like I've told you this whole podcast. So um, if he's available to yeah. pick, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good pick. JT, for Marty, for you, thoughts? Yeah, I want those donuts, so I'm going to go my exact same lead pipe locks, Marty and Christian Craig. Okay, yeah, so you, you can't pick them, obviously, but yeah. Um, yep. So Benny Bloss, I did, a, I did a privateer pod with Benny Bloss. If he gets a certain position – at the race on Saturday. I don't know what it is. He wouldn't tell me. I, I mean, I'm guessing it would be a top 10. His dad 
has promised to jump on a red eye and fly to the Super Bowl with them uh, after Oakland. And for Kansas City Chief fan, right? Blosses are big. Oh yeah, Kansas they're, City they're Chiefs big fan. time. So, big time fan. So if Benny gets a certain position this weekend, they are going to the Super Bowl, and he's a nine. He's got to be top ten. I he wouldn't tell me, but it's got to be right. But yeah, which he was in tenth when he tweaked his knee last week. So right, that was a that was a good track for him with those whoops. But uh, he's been. He's been better than people would think. If you're just looking at results, like Kyle's looking at his spreadsheet, it would look pretty ugly, but he's been sneakily better than that. So at a nine, do you recommend him? Yes. Uh, I'm going to wait and see on his knee, though. Um, it was hurting him enough last week where he pulled off and didn't finish the main event. Uh-huh. So if, uh, if all things look like systems go, then, yeah, I would, I would uh, have no issue picking him. What do you think, Kyle, on Bloss for that Super Bowl motivation? Yeah, I'm high on Bloss. He's a good kid with his his build and being a tall guy this weekend with the dirt. I think he'll be good. Also, a football stadium, so usually a you know a bigger, longer set of whoops. So that's something that he'll excel at. Um, I, I think he's a good pick, and that you know that that motivation is definitely a good is a good factor. I'll take Bloss nine over Bloss's nine all day long. I know you really? guys. You guys just said Bloss, but yeah, we maybe get a side wager. In yeah, we'll, yeah, let's do a side I'm, wager. I'm yeah. in for any side wager. I'm in. I'm in. Well, you need to airlift me a sandwich from your best sandwich from Butcher's Grinders. I'll, I'll dry ice one to you. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. That should be the bet right there because I want to try one of these things. Um, <laughs> Chiz is probably out, so keep an eye on that. But I mean, you'll know the you'll know the main event guys anyways. But FYI. Um, John Short doesn't have the speed to get in the top 18, but an LCQ, a racer like John Short, if he's in JT at a 12, you're taking him, right? I don't know. He looked so awful no. last weekend. Really? Yeah. He was really bad last weekend. So, I mean, um, what is I'm not saying it's a hard no, but I, he's not really on my radar until further notice. Go ahead, Kyle. I said, what's his best result if he if he gets in with a twelve? He's going to get twenty second, and you get 10th place, double points, and that's not that's not a very solid pick. Bro, he'll do better. Guys will crash out and all that. John Short will just put the laps in. He'll do every lap. Normally, yes. I don't know if you watched yeah. him last weekend. But it was really bad. Yeah, first race though, first race of the year. So he's got that. He's got right. that. Uh, uh, what about Bogle at a six? Three mains, put it together, consistently scores himself. No. I mean, I can see it happening. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really sure what's going on with him, though. You know, it's until I can see some some positive steps forward. I'm just kind of like, eh, there might be better picks. You know, it's not right. like I hate it or anything. I yeah. just, he hasn't really been that confidence inspiring as far as his results so far. How come neither one of you guys? I mentioned that I saved Brayton for this weekend, specifically for the weekend. Neither one of you like him at a minus two, just not enough value. Is that it, Kyle? No, I mean he's a. In my opinion, he's a he's a triple crown specialist. The guy gets right. motivated for these things, and he's done good in the past. Um, I kind of like, you know, stay away from picks when multiple people can pick them because that, I feel there's a better chance to succeed if you're on a different line than the public. Because in betting, with the way the public goes, you usually want to go the opposite way of it. So I try to stay away from, you know, high pick trends. But, you know, I fell into the trap with Christian Craig last week, and that bit me in the butt. So if a, I'll watch his pick trend. If his pick trend's really high, I'll, I'll try to veer away from that and try to find a better pick, you know, somewhere in the middle. 
Uh, JT Brighton, Fly Racing Zone. I mean, I get I get someone wanting to pick him. I just to be to have to get eighth overall or better, which is right where he's finishing. You know, he's been what? Uh, yeah, he's been right nine there. eight or eight eight nine seven something eight, like that. Eight nine eight, I think, or yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah. So I mean, he hasn't really shown eight eight nine. I think he hasn't shown much more than that. And you're really hoping that it's the longer race that's getting him. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fine pick, no problem. It's just I think there may be some better value out there than having to guarantee eighth or better. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, 100% lead pipe lock of the weeks for Glendale for 450s. Uh, I'll go. I'll back it up. I'll, I'll put Benny Bloss. Benny Bloss is my lead pipe lock of the week. I like that. I think he's fine. I think he's healthy. He's got a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. So I'll go Benny Bloss. Uh, JT, you went Marty? I got Marty and Christian Craig, yep. Yep. And uh, Kyle, who's your 100% lead pipe lock of the week? I'm going Christian Craig and Blake Baggett. Okay, fair enough. So, all right, well, thanks to Inner West Hemp. Thank you, 100% Fly and Pro Taper, all on board with us. Uh, any last thoughts, Kyle, on uh, Glendale, Triple Crown, Pulp Mix Fantasy? Don't listen to me. Okay, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> fair enough. Um, and JT, what about you? Last advice? Yeah. Mm, just don't overthink it. Go wait till they qualify and then just pick the most obvious picks. I, I think you're you're going to miss out on a few guys um, just because there may be some guys overperform, but the safest route is just go for guys that are guaranteed points. Yeah, yeah not, 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 not a bad yeah. strategy. Yeah, with the triple crown and the handicaps the way it is, do the math, find out the value of the guy. You know, there's a 14 or, you know, a 13 that makes it in. That's, that's guaranteed points. So Yeah, you're going to sleep um, easier for sure. Sometimes it's a safer it, route to, to yeah. take the just take the gimme and move on and, and try to find some value in some, in some middle, you know, middle uh, handicap picks. I could see myself going high handicaps in 250 class, like the, uh, the, three, the three high handicaps and an all-star. And then I could see myself going Brayton, Baggett, Bloss, and an all-star in uh, 450s and playing it safer to the handicaps there. So yeah, uh, well, you, yeah, did you hear my statistic earlier? Yeah, yeah. 15% yeah. scored 30 points. Right. So, so that's, that's, a, that's a great, great way to look at it, Steve. Well, thank you, Kyle. I appreciate it. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Butch's Grinders yeah. in Riverside. If you go there, you mentioned Pulp MX Fantasy. He'll give you a deal on a sandwich. Yeah, that, that, that is true. You come in and say hi to me. I love talking moto. Um, we actually have some fans that have come in, so I appreciate you uh, plugging me, Steve. And, yeah, anything to do with moto, I'm in. So. Thanks for having me on, and, and I'll see you this weekend at the races. No problem, JT. Thank you. FlyRacing.com. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys. All see right, you. see you.